0: The reason why PEMDIS is important is because you need to know how to read uh, expressions. So, an equation is something with an uh, equal symbol. An expression is just mathematical numbers. And so, how to um, simplify your expression, you need to know what order you need to do. To you need to solve. It's just like a universal language, mathematical language that everyone uses. So, if I put, you see how we get different numbers just by us putting that out there. So, if you're trying to solve or use this to calculate something whether it be in chemistry um, or or uh, pharmaceuticals, you need to know the order in which you're reading this expression. Keep it a stack. Who's zoned out in the middle? Fuck.
1: Oh, <laughs> niggas are still zoned out. <laughs>
2: niggas ain't zoned back in. I don't know what's happening right now. I, he might have lost me at the, uh, the equal sign. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lost numbers or mathematical. I was like... Like, this guy, he
0: knows. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> Damn, we're recording. He might use it. Oh God. <laughs> Can't do tripping. Tripping. Can't do tripping. Can't do tripping. Can't do tripping. Can't do tripping.
1: Boy Tate, shells here. You see, boy, one round.
0: Oh my god, that candor. (laughs) Let him know. All I got, baby. (laughs) All
1: right. (laughs) Boy came in on the cough. (laughs) He's he's here. I'm sick. He's, He's here. He's here. Oh, keep it down back there, buddy. We have another edition of Gigo the Pod, and we have a special edition. So, without further ado, I'm going to swing to the boy Nibs, and he can catch you up on what's going on in the world of the Pod.
3: So, folks, we have a special episode coming to you today. Um, we have a guest interview, our first guest interview as a podcast, something we're extremely proud of. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to kick it to the boy Shells for the intro.
0: You already know it's the one and only Wally. Mm sharif uh there might have been a slow in there ace will catch it mm. oh there's another one Ace will catch it double there's a double in there mm-hmm, nice. anyways it's a uh, wally also known as wally Merkamal, young entrepreneur very first ever drip art drippy get drippy with it
2: go ahead wally yo what's good now as you said my name is wally wally sharif but I think you forgot a few names though, Shels. Oh, mm. oh yeah, School Schoolum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you already know Wally Merkimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one. Wally yeah. Wally Woolmack. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. another yeah. one. Kanichi Wally. That was one. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget Wall Bunyan. Oh, I can't, can't remember that shows. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, for a brief moment, it's Wally Wally. Uh, what? Wally 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 World. Oh, yeah. Shit.
3: Yeah. But that fucking
2: Walmart twerk. God, it's mean.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, one of my favorites, but not really though. Wally, yeah the yeah. robot oh
1: from the from, the mo- from the yeah, movie man. yeah man which by the way is huh. terrible
2: okay
3: the movie's uh, terrible I didn't know where you are going with that
1: yeah Wally, Wally, WALL-E W-A-L-L-E that Disney movie is literally one of the worst Disney movies in the history of Disney it's pretty bad I never saw it good well don't we're not surprised <laughs> but also I thought that that thing it came so fucking you know like critically acclaimed and shit like that motherfucker is so they motherfuckers don't talk for an hour in the movie. I know. You want kids to watch a movie with no words for an hour?
2: Yikes. You rated it?
1: Nigga, Wally came out when we were in school, nigga. Take Take your Tuesdays is a new phenomenon. So, hey, 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 bad. I call it a phenomenon. <laughs> 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 Humanity. Hey, yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> but also, yeah, yeah, Wally's whack. But it was cool when they said Wally, that was the only thing that
0: good that came out of that movie.
2: Yeah. Wow. It was okay to wave. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we all can agree that Aladdin's going to be whack though. We don't know that. Can we just wait and see, please? Okay. Mm, it's going to be whack.
1: Doubt it. Lion King's going to be dope though. Lion King's going to be dope. I
2: can't wait. Lion, Lion King's going to be
1: dope. You seen Scar? Well, he don't look he don't look cool. That's what you are saying? No,
0: he do he looked dope. Like he he looked look dope with it. Yeah, he looked like uh, a like actual Scar. Like mm-hmm. he
2: looks dingy. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks like he's been through some things. Yes, man. Like he barely has a mane. Oh, I see what you did. He didn't mean that. No, I yeah, he not. definitely
1: didn't. Yeah, he just <laughs> her to find it. Like <laughs> 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 it. it's a special type of nigga to say. Yeah, I did, but still don't know what he did. Um, yeah, I think Beyonce would probably be kind of corny in it though. We all know that Stop, she's not man. a good actress, man. She's Nala, right? Bro, she's
3: just saying a voice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what do you mean? That's not. That's still acting. Eh. Is she gonna say it in, the, in her Beyonce voice? She yeah, gonna, gonna to go hear that.
3: I'm only going because of Beyonce. Really? Wait, if Beyonce wasn't it,
1: you're not there, you are not going to watch one of the most popular movies of all time, redone. Facts. That's fucking wild. That's wild, bro. bro. <sighs> okay, this... while he's here, God. literally. You don't like no Disney movies either. Nibs. Yeah.
3: Uh I mean, when I was a kid, but I haven't rewatched any since becoming an adult. You was got to your... man. They what was good. Was your favorite. Definitely Lion King, easily.
0: And you're not going to watch it? No, I am, because Beyoncé's well, in it. if Beyoncé wasn't in it, you wouldn't watch it? No. I don't believe that. You watch some dumb movies, bro. What
3: I watch that's dumb? You watch... Uh, m- fucking, what's that movie with... Uh...
1: Yeah, fucking that little girl. Um, uh, little. little.
3: God damn it. I did it for the culture.
2: Nigga, Lion King is for the culture. Right. But that real cast, talk, bro? Real talk, though? Can we talk about the fact that we got to see Mufasa die again? Oh, spoiler I alert. Know. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. Yeah, low key. You know, Sheldon would have been like, <laughs>
1: Sheldon would have been like, who's Mufasa <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yo. If I All right, see. real quick, real quick, though. Real quick, though. Seriously, though, before we get into the actual meat of this pod, I want a, a quick roundtable. Most popular movie that you haven't seen yet. Go ahead. Um, Sheldon and start. Damn, I don't
0: know. Give me a second. All right. Who, who's ready? I got it. I Go ahead.
3: It's a tie.
2: Um, Scarface or Godfather? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a great but There's a lot of them, though, but there's a lot of Godfathers, though. Yeah, but only the first yeah, but two awards. The, the ma-
1: facts. Go ahead, um, Wally. Um, old or new, doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, no, nah, nah, old, don't matter.
2: All right, classic movie. Probably Pulp Fiction, bro.
1: I didn't see all, the whole uh, thing through. Is Pulp Fiction that? I have seen Yes, yeah, it's it's probably, probably, it, Pulp Fiction yeah, is up there with, the like, list. it's
2: like Scarface Pulp Fiction. It's like, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Scar. I haven't seen Scarface. I tried to watch that thing. Like some, like three people in U. S. tried to show me that, and I couldn't even finish it. I haven't seen Scarface. I haven't seen. Well, Godfrey, I have watched. Now, um, what's another one that's big? I never seen like Harry Potter and like
2: Lord oh, of the Rings and these things. Damn. See Harry Carter, Potter, but not Lord of the Rings. Any of them? Yeah. All right, that's cool.
1: So today's episode, we will be doing our first guest interview with, as we discussed, Wally. I'm just gonna call him Wally, and. He's going to give us some insight on his journey, you know, how he made the decisions that he made along the way. And hopefully you guys get a lot from it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll leave his contact information at the end if you want to reach out, obviously. And, um, yeah, without further ado, I'm going to let my man
0: Shells, Mr. Know-It-All, Anti, start <laughs> us off. Well, <clears throat> you know, we're going to treat this like an interview. Uh, we got a couple questions for Wally. Um, Really, I guess the overarching topic today is really just pursuing your passions versus staying in corporate America. Right. And um, Wally is the CEO of Quality Heights, and that is basically a art graphic design t-shirt making uh, company. Wally, being the young entrepreneur that he is, uh, he made a bold move to actually leave his his employment and pursue his dreams and um so you know we're gonna let him talk a little bit about that and and what that looks like and and sort of give some insight for our listeners who might even be thinking about that move so um without further further ado uh wally my first question for you is uh, what made you finally take the leap to leave your job and pursue your passion all
2: right, so first everybody listening, I'm a little sick so bear with me. Mm. But I'm going to get through this. All right. So I Target, uh, I was at Target. That was the, the place I left by the way. And um Target was in a transition area. So they were changing the company and at that point I've been there for 6 years and I'm like I've done enough already. And what they were turning into as a company I didn't really I didn't really I didn't agree with their values. So I figured I figured at that point it was time for me to actually go on my own, become my own boss, really pursue everything I've been wanting to do, you know, in college and after college T-shirts, logos, painting. And this painting thing has really, really taken off for me, though. So that's why I decided to really leave. It was not agreeing with what Target had going as a company. And me wanting to finally be
0: my own boss. Also, I think Tate and Nibs, you guys have worked at Target before too, right?
1: Spoiler alert: I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yes, the answer—the answer is
3: yes. <laughs> Wally, I have a, a quick follow up to that. Yeah. Um, you, you made it sound like it was a two, like a two way thing going on, like your own personal um, wants and, and needs as far as what you wanted to do and branch out creatively tied in with the fact that the company was probably going in a different direction than you wanted it to go. Right. Uh, Say, for instance, that the company wasn't, you know, it was everything that it had been, I guess, for the six years prior, or whenever you and them aligned philosophically, uh, would you have branched out if that was the case, like if
2: things with the company hadn't gone south? I think I would have waited a little longer. Um, But I've always wanted to leave Target, you know, like, I wanted to leave three years in, to be honest. But I just never—it's—it's a—it's something comforting about having a check that's guaranteed to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just—you deal with it. But I don't think I would have left so soon if they weren't changing the way they are now. So it was just timing was just everything in in my in my situation.
1: So follow up to Nibs's question then, and you know if we ask something that Sheldon, you also have on your list. Obviously, you know we could just work work to work the suit, but yeah. Follow up is, you know, if, if someone's out there that's listening, that's, that's in that same position, that they have a passion that they want to pursue, but they have a they have a stable job, but they don't have the concerns that 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 you mentioned about the company culture, etc. How do you how do you give them the confidence, or how do you give yourself the confidence to say, okay, can I just work with the stable job and do this, do my passion on the side? How do you? how do you fully invest when someone is worried about you know they you know being secure a lot of us you know come from families where you know not that pursuing your passion is frowned upon but it's like nigga get a check you know what I mean get these benefits it's, you know there's a, a lot that goes into just working a job it's not just a steady check a lot of things that come come along with it like those benefits etc going to right. the doctor dentist things that we take for granted so how do you kind of how did you work that throughout yourself and then kind of just you know what was your thought process
2: there It's, it got to the point for me where I was, I felt I, I had a lot of anxiety when it came to like going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt sick to my stomach and I got, I think once I got to that point and I'm like, can I really deal with this on a day to day? Can I like, and when I said, when I said no to that and also what Target was doing, it was like a no brainer for me. It was like, yo, I got to go. I can't do this anymore. Now, some people could, some people really can actually do both. You know what I'm saying? There's not really one way to to do it. If you have a talent or or something that you really want to pursue, I say do it. But if you find a way to pursue your passion and also work a nine to five and you're not losing any sleep over it, I would say do that as well. So like you have to really look at your own situation and see if you're able to deal with what you're uh, if you're able to deal with it. That's what I would say, because like I know my I know my story isn't like someone else's story. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So All right, go ahead, shells Yeah. <clears throat> uh Tate mentioned something earlier that uh kind of stood out to me. He talked about, you know, the family and and friends who who might not be as as supportive. Um how did how did your family and friends feel about the career move? Uh, you know, was it well received or were there naysayers telling you, "Huh, no, that's a bad choice. You shouldn't do that." I'm going to be honest, man, like the support has
2: been outstanding for every single person. I haven't had a single doubter yet. You know, like my friends, my 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 siblings, everybody has. It seems like because I, I used to do I used to paint back in college, and it's almost like people were waiting for me to start uh, to to get back to painting. You know what I'm saying? So I I've, I've been hit up in the DMs and stuff like that. Like yo man, finally you're painting, and it's stuff like that that really. It lets me know that I made a good choice here, you know. And um, my girl, well, my fiance now. uh, Mm. Congratulations. uh, That's a word. Yeah, it's a word. (laughs) Not girlfriend. My fiance. She has been the best support. You know what I'm saying? With just like this entire ordeal. And she makes it better, you know. And it's, uh, I don't know.
0: I guess I'm very grateful for all the support I had so far. Mm -hmm. So So, I guess continuing on on that thought process um what what makes your work the most fulfilling like when do you feel like man this is this is it I'm so happy that I'm I'm doing this like what is the most fulfilling thing it's seeing people smile like uh, a lot of times I don't really get to see a lot of
2: people when they actually open up the uh open up the box and like look at the painting but when I do see it live like it's that's what's fulfilling to me. It's the reaction to seeing what I made for them and having them hang it up or whatever. It's, I don't know. It's, it's the reaction really yeah. that does it for me.
0: Yeah. I see you post a lot of reaction photos on, on your, on your Instagram page. Yes, sir. And It it really looks like, you know, you're making a lot of people happy because it's a special piece that you're, you're, you're creating, you know, it, that's a one out of one. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's that's important. So shout out to that. Um, but that makes me think, though, what was one of the most meaningful pieces you've ever done?
2: All right. So this is actually a, a really dope story. Um, Let's get into it. So one of my original, uh, so I have, I do uh, commission work and I also do, I also have my own ideas that I do and I put out. And I had an idea to do a, a drippy moon dripping into the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, I just wanted it to be like a, a, I, I thought it'd be a dope visual. And it and it did. But uh, we all know Elliot, the uh, the Q, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool, uh, yeah.
2: So, I posted it and then he hit me up later that, later that night. He said, is that painting still available? And I said, yeah. So, he got it right then and there. And then he proceeded to tell me the story as to like why he wants it. And he was telling me how just uh, that imagery reminded him of when he started to date his current wife. And like I guess their first date, they were overlooking the ocean and the moon was over the ocean. So he wanted that painting. And that's what it I think that's the reason why that painting is so meaningful to me is because of the story it had for him. Yeah. And so that that by far that painting will be my my favorite
0: just because of story. And so he he got that painting for Valentine's for, Day for, for his wife. Wow. That's crazy. That's that's almost eerie really. Like you just happen to make you know this artwork, this art piece that that just that symbolized something in someone else's life. I mean that's that's a gift, you know? Right. I, I had no idea. I'm just painting the moon over the yeah. ocean and, and for him it's like
2: it took te- it took him all the way back, and hearing yes. his story because he called me, hearing his story, and he almost sounded like giddy over the phone. And it's like I'm like wow, like this painting really took you there, right? And that's another reason why
0: I won't stop painting. Yeah, and if you would have stayed with Target, that whole thing would have never happened. All these nope. smiles would have never happened. No, because I do them all day. I do, I paint from like eight.
2: Uh, 8 to 5 wow dedication literally watching paint dry all day had to had to had to I
0: don't know if I will go that far <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess it goes without saying you sort of viewed your, your old job as a hindrance to your pursuit absolutely uh. it held me back
2: it did right but that, like I said, that's another, that's another thing. Like they may, that may not be the story, uh, the case for everybody. But in, in my, in my opinion, for me, oh yeah, it was a hindrance. Yeah. Like once I took away that safety net, I was able to just like, I was able to go.
0: Nice. So let me ask you, because yep. you've been you've been at this for some time. What are some of the biggest mental challenges with continuing this journey? Like, do you ever it's, wonder, man, like, maybe I could have done this, but maybe perhaps a different way?
2: Uh, No, I I think the way it's going is is it's going according to plan, really. But I do face the challenge of, like, it's not stable. Like, and it's people only really want one painting. I'm not really getting commissioned to do painting, painting, painting. And so it kind of comes in waves. It's like I post. People want paintings. And then I could go like a week and a half and people not requesting anything. Yeah. And I think it's, that is the part that's the hardest for me. Not knowing when I'm going to get paid next. And that's why I say uh, my fiance, Jen, is so supportive because she, we talk about it and we, you know, she, she helps me out and, you know, and she supports me in that aspect to make sure I, I, I don't get down on myself, you know, because you can't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: then, what do you do to fix it, or like not fix it, but what do you do to, to change that? Because you know, in your in your business, it's, it's the grind, right? If I'm a, if I'm a barber, the more heads I cut, the more money I make. The more paintings I sell, the, the you know the more fruitful it is. So if it's a slow week, what do you do? You're, you're painting eight to five. What are you doing as far as like you know? Is it like a different marketing? Is a different outreach? You know, you're talking about you know selling the paint, the painting to Elliot. He's you know he's in our circle of of I guess of, of colleagues. So, you know that's kind of that's that's kind of our lane. How do you you know kind of
2: work the process
1: and you know get get a wider
2: you know span? Um, I mean, what I do, um, I mean when I have slow weeks, that's when I start to work on my my personal original ideas. So I just like you said, I, I grind. Like I just I, I paint more. I'm just not doing any commission, but I'm still, I'm still uh, honing in on my craft. Or sometimes I, I experiment with different styles of painting that I had in my head. So that's what I'll end up doing. And, um, it's been working so far, you know, and in terms of marketing myself more, I, I, I do think I need to do, uh, you know, like maybe Facebook or just like look up different tidbits or like, uh, you know, what I can do. Um, another thing I do is, I follow a few other artists on, on uh, Instagram and I kind of use their ideas and I, like not their ideas. Sorry, but like their, like their techniques of marketing. Yeah. And I, I, I take notes on that. So I think I even got some uh, feedback from you once, which is like to do a, uh, that time-lapse. Yeah. The time-lapse. Yeah. Which I, you know, got a GoPro, but I ain't got, I just got to, you know, I got to use it now. So it's, it's stuff like that, and Steve, also,
1: and also, you can do the time lapse off the phone. So yeah, that's another yeah. thing. Like, our, you know, our phones are so powerful. You get a, you, know, you post that thing up, and and run a, run a quick time lapse. That that'll be like, you know, just a dope
2: process. No, I agree, uh, and that's so that's so like the slow weeks. That's what I'm really doing. I'm i I'm, I'm stepping back. I'm doing more paintings for my uh, personal collection, and then also I am finding different ways I can market myself, and then that's that's really all I'm doing. So for the
3: people unfamiliar with, I guess, an artist and what goes on in their day-to-day lives, you know, how they feed themselves, um, you wouldn't consider things like teaching art classes or um, being, you know, one of those painting with a twist people, things that they're they're outside jobs, but they're still within, you know what I'm saying, the painting world. Like, I, I guess I don't know what other people are doing outside of you know, doing their own stuff when they're not
2: being commissioned to do stuff. Would, would you consider those other things? Not really. I don't. I've like I've I've been asked that before, and I was like, nah, I, I don't I don't see myself doing that. I don't know why, but I just just not really into the whole uh, the teaching aspect of art, you know. Plus, I don't think I I really want to see my style like like um yeah like that like to make it seem like it's so simple to do. Where everyone's doing it, you know.
1: Mm. So I guess you know you can post some samples of the work. Just kind of talk about two questions, kind of related to each other. Number one, where do you get the inspiration for your style? Where did it come from? Number one, and then I guess one B would be how do you improve on it?
2: Now, all right, what was the first? The first question was, damn nigga um, already. Yeah, man, I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the, Paul, the tripped him up. Yeah,
1: that goddamn um it's that goddamn day quill wait say it
2: say it again <laughs> my question
1: is a two-part question again. one one a is kind of describe where you got the inspiration okay. for your for your current style one b being how do you improve on gotcha. on your current style inspiration
2: all right i'm with you all right so i've always for some reason i've always been a fan of the dripping aspect for paintings um and maybe it goes back to me, like with uh, the New York feel, a gritty, and mm-hmm. it's just something I always added to my t-shirts when I was painting back in college, as a as just like a little a, a finishing touch. People knew me for like adding drips to it, you know. Um, but then when I was actually ready to to start this painting life, I'm like I needed something that would be different, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do paintings in only drips now because people already know, they they already know me for it, and also, it's something that I can, that will make something look very abstract, you know, so, now, a way that I'm improving on them is just, I see how big I can go, how many, how many more I can do, uh, uh, multiple layers, and, uh, stuff like that, so, like, when I started off, I started with Mario, and it was, like, really blocky, it's just, like, a few colors, or whatever, but now, I'm doing, like, paintings with, more colors in it and i i I keep trying to push myself to see how many more drips can i add how big of a canvas can i get it to so that's kind of really how um i'm improving and i'm also trying to change my style in the sense that i need to i need my paintings to appeal to more different uh, to different people i just can't not everybody wants a cartoon character you know right Mm -hmm. so what if um yeah like some people actually just want like scenery or or mountains, or cars, or stuff like that. So I'm trying to also find a way to make my paintings a little bit more mature, if you will.
0: Okay.
2: So I have different. And when... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. No, no, mine was a separate question. After you finish.
2: Okay, I was gonna say like there's just different styles I could uh, that I'm really trying to uh, take off with. Just I just want multiple styles, but every style that I do or make up has to in- incorporate drips somehow whether it's like literal drips or drips that uh, it's, the, I guess the idea or the concept of drips.
1: Right. Got it. So my, my next question was, and I'll swing it back to shells, but you know, we all know the expression, the starving artist, quote unquote. So kind of back on that financial tip, what is like, what's the, what's the end game? Oh shit. Oh, 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 I was a, a Milli Rock, by the way. Nice. <laughs> so, what is the what is the end game for for I guess the the average artist? Is it the same for you? You know, obviously, we understand even not being artists that it's probably hard to what quote unquote what the kids say secure the bag. Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> what is the what is the goal for you to be like? This can sustain me, like as my number one
2: career with nothing else. I uh, to be honest, bro. I just get real. I'm just get into it. Like, uh, I don't really know the end game, but I know that I just want to keep on painting and not turn people down and go as big as possible. Um, I know I want to get into the art basil. You know, and, you know, Mm -hmm. so like all my ideas uh, when I'm working on a downtime and all those designs or paintings that I'm like doing they're for that. So that way, I can't yeah. end up having a, an art show if I have to. So that's like my like a two year plan. It's like to go through this whole year of doing nothing but drips in order to, for me to eventually get in a gallery. Yeah, and I think that's what I that's what I'm plan that's what I'm doing, and my work is only going to get better as long as I'm doing it. So
1: so consistently as you have to. Right. So that would be. And how how hard is it to get into like an art Basel? I know galleries are. That's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. Like you know, galleries are huge. How how easy or hard is it to get into an art basil? That'd be dope. I
2: have an uncle, and he he he's a vendor. For <laughs> me too. I have an uncle, <laughs> and he, uh, he's gonna help me out to get into it. So I I don't I haven't started to look into it, but he did reach out to me. He was like, "Hey, if you want to do this, we can make it happen," and I'm like, "That's something I definitely want to work towards." So it's de- there definitely is a goal there, you know, to get my work, you know, to reach more people.
1: So I'm guessing, like, if you didn't have an uncle, it's
2: kind of challenging to get into art Basil. Yeah, yeah, but you there's you, know, you probably just like contact someone or, you or you just go down south in the whole Winwood, you know, saying uh, district and like really start to paint like people. A lot of people that they'll paint on walls, they paint on different signs and stuff like that around town to get your name out there, and then yeah. you, you eventually link up in that community, and they're like, hey, you got something special here. You should probably look into it. And I think that's what, that would, if I didn't have an uncle into it, that would be my next option. Okay, okay, got it.
0: Back to you, Shells. So, you are a Black entrepreneur, right? Yes, and, and so, you know, we, we, we always hear support Black business, support Black business and support black business um do you feel the support from the black community absolutely
2: basically
1: are niggas asking for logos
2: they're not they you know what they're they're really not but i'm also not overcharging as well yeah i about to say you're not hitting niggas in the head yeah i'm not doing that either and a lot of times people actually have said to me like yo that's only like 150 like why are you not charging more i'm like because like why would i do that you know what i'm saying like I'm not. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I I broke it down where I I charge based off of. Uh, I know you didn't ask this, but might as well just get into it. Um, I broke down my prices of my paintings based on my uh my pay at Target. So oh, I, that's how I broke it down. And if um, if I'm like if I'm gonna do a painting in one day from uh like a you know nine to five. And it's one fifty, like I, I just I did, whatever the math is, but I was like, I can deal with it. I, I'm okay with that. And um but now that I'm doing bigger paintings, now they you know, now it's like two hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? So um but the support has been real though. You know what I'm saying? Like people like yo, you should be charging more. And I'm I'm really happy to see that. No one asked me for the discount yet. That's that's super dope.
3: Yeah, that's impressive.
0: Yeah. All
3: right, boring question alert. Hey, eat it. Um, Tate kind of touched on this a little earlier, but um, I don't think it's something people think about when it comes to entrepreneurs and, um, you know, because most people with that with that nine to five type job, if you're full time, you know, those benefits come with, you know, that's just one of the perks of the job. Um, but as far as you, you know, being your own boss, how do you work that out with, you know, making sure that your health is taken care of? And you're I'm not- sick. <laughs>
0: well that <laughs> sums that up thank you the is literally just sleeping it off
2: <laughs> that's it bro like I, it's sad to say but like I low keys on the back burner like if I had to go to the dentist you know I'd make it happen but in terms of like until then we just double <laughs> up on our brushing yeah. we just For brush real. it a little harder yes there you go like I, yeah I, I'm not in a position to think about that right now so It does kind of suck, though, because I do miss those, uh, need those benefits.
3: But just a heads up, uh, you can get uh, dental cleanings on Groupon for very reasonable prices.
2: Need that, bro. Yep.
3: So check that out. Have you done that? Uh, uh, Yeah. There was a period where I didn't have health insurance. Insurance? Uh Uh-huh. Insurance. So, yeah, I did what I had to do.
1: But I thought the um, niggas that Papa John's had a good um, benefit. That's about. what we'll be doing now? Wait,
0: Wait, who said that? Who said that? I, wow. That was Wally, right? Wally said that? Yeah, I th- yeah, Wally. But you, you just got on the podcast, bro. Damn. That's kind of offensive, <laughs> That's bro. kind of offensive. And Papa
1: John's <laughs> <call that. laughs> Yeah. You ain't trying to come back again? My God. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And I think that's something that, I mean, you obviously have to look into that. You know, obviously you're a knock on wood, pretty healthy dude. But you want to make sure that, you know, God forbid something does more serious happen. You do want to know what that looks like. So, right. um, but you know, priorities are priorities, but that should be, that should be one of yours.
2: It's definitely there, but keep it a stack. But also,
1: yeah, but also, I mean, like you, you, know, you mentioned you're, you're engaged. So that also might be an option as well. Most of, a lot of companies have plans that cover spouses as well. So that's something that you can obviously discuss
2: in the future. True. Yeah need this need this feedback this is real <laughs> hey, this is a fucking uh
0: it's like a red table talk. Right. <laughs> go ahead shells anyways I, I think it's important for people to see what this leap of faith looks like in its incipiency because anybody can just you know say oh this person made it and they could just tell you yeah you should make that leap of faith too but what does it look like in the early stages you know what is what is the the grind look like. And so people need to see that side of of it too. And um, I think that's what will help motivate someone to take that, that leap of faith. Um, So I guess that leads me to my next question. If you could pass on some words of advice to somebody else who is thinking about starting their own business and pursuing their passions and dreams, uh, what would you say to them?
2: I would say do it but research what you're going to do don't just like even though i left target i didn't just leave i had like i had a plan like i saved up rent you know what i'm saying yeah. so i didn't just like all right forget it i'm done no check i'm gonna make it happen i was still smart about it i still had money that i could use to get me to keep me on my feet as i was you know starting this whole new process Words. so i would say do it if you if you really feel like you're you can do it do it. Don't look back. Be smart about it. Uh, take criticism if you have to. Um, mm-hmm. Find a way to challenge yourself at all times, and you know, get us like accept the support. A lot of people want to. They don't want to accept the support or or the, or the critiques because they feel like they gotta do it all by themselves. But like, mm-hmm. I'm nothing without the supporters. T- to be honest, you know what I'm saying. Like, it, it's they they help me get through it all. So don't push anybody to the side, like, you know, go on your grind, do what you love, but also do it with the help that you need.
1: When you were, I'm just jumping in the middle here, when you were, you know, getting ready to make that leap, I know you said, you know, you did a lot of research. Did you have someone that had done this before that you were reaching out to? Did you have like a, 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 you know, quote unquote mentor or not really?
2: No, I didn't. I I didn't have a mentor in in my scenario. I just did whatever felt right, (laughs) to be honest. I ain't mad at it.
0: So I got, I got one more question for you and then that's, that's it for me. Um, What are some of your future endeavors that you hope to accomplish? And um, like, how will you know that you made it? Like, when will you feel like, man, this was a great decision and I am now a success.
2: When I sell that first painting from (laughs) Mill. That's what i that's what I want to get to. I want to get to the point where like you I make my my version of my Mona Lisa and people like, yeah, that's what I need. Here goes money. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, this is a million. And like, wow, that's pretty that's that's pretty cheap for a Sharif. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanna hear those type of words, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep working until i get there
0: nice that's
2: what i want that's what i want man
1: i'm at it miss what you got for the boy
3: uh where do you get your supplies from are you, are you at, at that level are you going to
1: stole them from target on the way out <laughs>
3: <laughs> are you going to a different distributor
2: than uh normal people would use nope i'm going to michael's they got all the deals on canvas <laughs> that's where i'm going yeah, if any nigga hobby goes hobby.
1: to Michael's without a coupon, they dumb as fuck. They got Bro, everything. Always on sale. Everything's
2: hey. always on sale. Minimum fifty
1: <laughs> off
0: for
2: real. For real, I just that's a plug. I just bought two big boy canvases for like forty dollars.
1: Nigga, Michael's gave you buy one get three free. I, like, <laughs> what the fuck?
0: I don't need four, but here I am.
2: Yeah, they be they be coming through in a clutch.
0: Hey, they do be. They Michael's, be. we we need that endorsement <laughs> money. Also, Target, if you're listening, <laughs> we don't hate you. All right. No yeah, beef. Yeah, no
1: beef, no beef. Them motherfuckers, them motherfuckers got a nice little cartwheel disc, discount deal, deal going on. Yeah, we, on, we still man. like
0: Target around here, so you know, throw those endorsements fucked our up. way. <laughs> He's a up. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Nibs. Target. Ta- target, <laughs> Talk about it.
2: We went to the same Target, weren't we?
0: Yes. What do they do to oh, you? Shit.
1: I don't want to talk about
0: are it. They, are they? Go before I God, that's, that's,
1: that's, that's a rant. No, don't,
0: don't oh, do it. Don't, I do it. just want rant. to know are they the reason why you went to Papa John's?
3: No, I was oh doing it at the same time, Sheldon. Funny man.
1: It was a built in Papa John? <laughs> oh my God. This nigga was working at Target, which actually sold Pizza Hut and Papa John at the same time. It's a conflict of interest.
3: <laughs> they didn't know I had to keep it on the download. <laughs>
1: and it's like, hey, what's that smell? <laughs> It's the it's the fucking it's that garlic sauce. <laughs> <laughs> My goddamn garlic though. All right. Um. So before we wrap up, I'm gonna give Wally. I'm gonna give give you a chance to let the people know how they can get in contact with you. Obviously, when we drop the pod, I'm gonna drop your your Instagram and all that. But just what, what's the easiest way to get in contact with you? What's the turnaround time if, if I want if time if I want to print? What is you know is there anything you know off limits? And also. Well, before I ask that question, I also wanted to know kind of about, like, licensing and copywriting all this shit. And I know you, as an artist, a lot of people do what you do in, you know, their own way. So, like, you talked about Mario. So, like, I can go on the internet and buy any Mario print. How do I, as the artist, or how do you, as the artist, do you, do you have to worry about that? Because I know, like, you're not the only one painting Mario and these kind of things. But what what does that look like? I did.
2: And uh, this actually goes back to, ties into the whole support thing. My, my pops is, like, a huge uh, a fan of my work and uh he actually got me in contact with a, a licensing lawyer and um she looked she took a look at my stuff and she was like I'm pretty good like because I did certain things like so like if I drew if I drew Mario I didn't put the M on his hat I didn't do the eyeballs I didn't do the yellow buttons uh and with it being the drippy style it's so altered that it's almost not even Mario not their likeness right yeah. so just just their likeness so that kind of helped out a lot. So, but because I would have to actually worry about that, you know what I'm saying? But luckily, I, I, I've i strategically uh, chosen a style where I knew I wouldn't have an issue with licensing. Got
1: it. No, that's fair. So, yeah, so then back to the original question, you know, how can we get in contact with you? How long? What's the turnaround time for, for work? What is, you know, what do you want the people to know, you know, that, that listen to the pod? So,
2: yeah, hit me up uh, IG. I'm very responsive to that. Uh, you can also drop my number in there. I'll, I'll just say it right here. 954-496-2211. I'll pick up. You can text me. I'll answer. Uh, turnaround time for a 16 by 20. I do it in a day. So okay. straight up. Uh, if it's more complicated, two days. You know, just so I make sure I get it, you know, get it right for you. Uh, the, bigger, the, ca- the bigger the payday, of course, the longer the turnaround. But I never go past the week. So the most I the the most I've done is like uh, twenty four by thirty six, and that was still in three days. Okay. So it's a pretty I quick like turnaround. I'll ship it to you. You give me your address. I do take a, a deposit though. A deposit of twenty five. Uh, cash app, Venmo, PayPal, and once I, PayPal, huh? Yeah. Just hmm. you know, need it. Got it. But for <laughs> those people who uh who are serious about it, they usually give me a deposit. Once I get that deposit, I work on the painting the next day, and yeah. then ship it off.
1: Have you ever declined a project? Like if a nigga was like, "Yo, I want the Make America Great" hat drippy. Uh,
2: <laughs> I have not. T- <laughs> I have not. But I, ha- I did turn away someone who didn't want it. Who didn't want a drippy style?
1: He just wanted it regular. Yeah,
2: he was like, "Can you just do a regular paint?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing that right now." Interesting decision. Yeah, I I did. Because I, I didn't want that to happen. Because you, you start to do regular, and then people start to ask for regular. I really wanted... I told myself, 2019, drippy. All year. Mm-hmm. Drip season. So I had to really stick to that. So even if I, if I have to decline... And I know some people would be like, but that's money. I'm like, but it's not my style. I need to put my style out there. And I need to have my own rules set in place. So... That's respect wonderful.
1: i dig it well i don't have any more questions i, I want to thank shells for facilitating today's interview and and a huge shout out to the boy wally for jumping on the show as our first guest so i appreciate you taking the time on on a sunday night rocking with us i, appreciate I also this. want to you know you know let you know keep keep the grind going keep challenging yourself you know you know we got your back the network is strong yes. and we will have you back on the pod so just be ready for that. I want to um, be sick. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully.
2: Or maybe just I'll I'll be sick every time I want to pop. Yeah.
1: Facts. You you definitely you probably will be because you ain't gonna have no fucking. benefits. Get on that. Group yeah. Line, exactly. For real. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Hit a hit up Nibs offline for the for the plug. Got you. But uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks again. Shout out to the shout out to the kid, and um, you know. People out there in Jigo Pie land, you know, check out his work. He's dope. I got a I got a nice drippy hanging on my wall right now. So shout out to the kid. Always
2: shows love. And uh yeah, thanks again. Thanks for for listening in. I just want to say thank you guys for having me. Uh never been interviewed before. So this was like Ooh, this was, we're the first. This is so it's real live. Like like I said, like the support has been huge, like from everywhere. Just because it like support can come in different forms, you know, and I and you gotta go with it. And this is huge. Like you guys recognize what I'm doing, and you guys have a platform where I can speak about it. And you know, here we are. So I appreciate you guys. What you guys are doing, you got love the love the pod, and uh y'all keep doing it too.
0: Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate, you.
2: appreciate
1: that. I appreciate that. You've been listening to the pod since day one, so that's just that's just the standard yeah. between us. So, without further ado, thank you all for listening to another episode of G to Pod. Peace. Hey. <laughs> hey.